Hi everyone, so today we're going to talk about whether you can keep a car if you file for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Many individuals who are struggling with their debt often consider bankruptcy as a debt relief tool. There are so many misconceptions out there about whether or not you can keep property and file for bankruptcy. Luckily, I'm here to tell you that you can keep your property and file for bankruptcy. So one of the biggest concerns that people have is whether they can keep their car and file for Chapter 7. So we're going to start with a few scenarios. So the first scenario we're going to start with is if you're up to date on your car and you want to file for bankruptcy. Individuals who want to file bankruptcy and keep their car usually can as long as the equity in their car is less than the exemption amount. So what is an exemption? An exemption is a law that's part of the bankruptcy code that allows people to keep property safe from their creditors. There are different exemptions in different states. So for example, there's a motor vehicle exemption, there's a homestead exemption, and then there's also state and federal exemptions. So if you're where I practice in New York and New Jersey, you can choose which exemption you wanna use, either state or federal. If you're in a different state, some of them only allow you to choose between either using the state or the federal exemption. So as long as your property falls under the exemption, you can keep your property in a chapter seven. So how do you determine the equity in your property? Uh, Most courts, and I know here in New York and New Jersey, they allow us to give Kelly Blue Books as a valuation. Um, You can also get an appraisal done from a dealership, uh, but usually Kelly Blue Book is pretty on point and will suffice. So the equity in a vehicle is the um, value of the car minus any loans that you owe on the car. So, for example, if a car is worth $5,000 and you have a loan that's worth $3,000, then the equity in your car is $2,000. That's how much you would get if you were to sell that property to somebody today. So anything that is non-exempt and does not fall under an exemption can be sold to pay off your creditors. What normally happens is the bankruptcy trustee who is assigned to your case will take um, any non-exempt property and sell it to pay off your creditors. For many people, it usually doesn't happen, but you never know if you have a car that's worth a lot, um, the bankruptcy trustee may want to take that vehicle and sell it to pay off your creditors. So once we find out what the vehicle is worth and what the equity in the vehicle is, you'll then need to look at your exemptions and find out if the vehicle falls under the exemption. So there's, like I said before, different exemptions for different states. So there's the federal and then there's the Um, state exemption. So if your motor vehicle exemption, let's give an example, is $10,000 and you have a car that's worth $5,000, then your car is fully exempt. Now on the other hand, if you have a vehicle that's worth $10,000 and 
and you have a loan that's only worth $2,000, then you have $8,000 of equity in the car. So you'll need to find an exemption that is big enough to exempt that $8,000. Now, many times bankruptcy trustees will allow people to pay off the non-exempt portion, so that $8,000, if there is not an exemption to cover it. So you can offer the trustee money to be able to keep your car um, within the bankruptcy. So these are ways that you can keep your car and file for bankruptcy, which a lot of people are unaware of. The other thing to note um, is that in a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, it's usually difficult to get a car back once it's in a repossession. Once the car's already been repossessed, usually it's extremely difficult to get that car back. So you want to try to file the bankruptcy before the car is repossessed because there is an automatic stay that goes into place. The automatic stay prevents creditors from being able to pursue the, repo- the repossession and collect against you. So if you are or you think you're going to be facing um, a repossession, then it would be a good idea to file bankruptcy as soon as possible. Another thing to note, if your car has already been taken or repossessed, it doesn't mean that you're not liable for that amount anymore. A lot of people think that because they don't have the property anymore, the creditor can't go after them. However, this is false. There's usually a deficiency amount, which is the amount left over after the collateral or the car is sold that you'll be able, um, you'll be liable for. So you do want to make sure that if there is a deficiency amount, you have the means to pay that. Otherwise, the creditor will sue you for that deficiency amount. Going from there, when you file for bankruptcy and have a lien on a car, many creditors may want you to enter into a reaffirmation agreement. And if you have an attorney, they can explain that agreement to you. But essentially, the agreement is basically stating that you are going to continue to make those payments on your car loan. Normally, I don't recommend people to enter those reaffirmation agreements, but some creditors or car lenders sometimes force people to enter into those agreements. And the reason I don't like to tell people to enter into them is because if they fall behind on this car loan in the future, then they are liable for that debt even though they file bankruptcy. So once that reaffirmation agreement is signed, you become responsible for that car loan. And if you fall behind in the future, then they can sue you and come after you for that amount. If you don't need to sign it, then it's a lot better because you can keep your car, hopefully, continue making the payments. A lot of them will, a lot of car lenders will allow you to keep your payments current. And then if for any reason you were to fall behind in the future on those payments, you can give the car back without any consequences. So that's one reason and a big reason not to reaffirm your debt. But again, some car lenders will require individuals to file it. Another thing to note is that if you cannot afford your car payment, 
There is no reason to enter into a reaffirmation agreement. Many people who file for Chapter 7 bankruptcy are able to get new cars within a few months of their filing. So it's extremely important that you only enter into a reaffirmation agreement if you know that you can continue making those payments. I also would advise anyone who's thinking about entering into a reaffirmation agreement to speak with their attorney because um, there's a lot of language in there that you want to make sure you understand and you want to make sure the terms are fair. And once that agreement is signed, there is no rescinding that contract again. So once that agreement is signed and filed with the court, you're not allowed to say, oh wait, I don't want it anymore. Once it's signed and filed in court, it's done. So the next option that some individuals have is to redeem their car. So a redemption in a bankruptcy is where you'll be able to negotiate with your lender to pay a lump sum amount for the value of that vehicle. Now this is really a negotiation between you and the lender and it's up to the lender to allow you to pay that lump sum amount. Again, if you can afford it, that's great. However, most people who are filing Chapter 7 don't have a lump sum payment where they can offer someone or their lender money to keep their car. The third option is to do a cram down, and this is usually seen in a Chapter 13 bankruptcy over a plan. And in a cram down, individuals are able to pay just the value of their vehicle. And what happens during a cram down is you don't have to do have a lump sum payment because you're in a Chapter 13 plan, so you can extend those payments out three to five years. Um, it will allow you to take off interest from the car loan and hopefully make those car payments less. But again, that's only in a Chapter 13 bankruptcy. So these are all different ways that if you're facing repossession that you can, you know, keep your car. If you file bankruptcy, that you can keep your car and file bankruptcy. The biggest thing to note is that if you are going to keep your car and you do have a loan or a lien on it, that you want to make sure that you can afford to pay it before entering into any agreements. You also want to make sure that before filing any bankruptcy, you use the correct exemptions, as I stated before, because any property that does not fall under an exemption can be taken by the trustee and sold to pay off your creditors so that's extremely extremely important and knowing whether to use the state or federal exemption is vital so you definitely want to speak with an attorney there um, so those are my points in regards to keeping your car and filing bankruptcy and if you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. You can visit my website at bankruptcylawnynj.com. You can also email me at Kara, K-A-R-R-A, at K-L-K, bankruptcylawyer.com. All right, again, my website is bankruptcylawnynj.com. Thank you, and um, hopefully you guys will listen to the next episode.